Spontaneous human combustion. It is the burning issue of our time. Hey, we say with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as soon as you pick this topic, you're like, yeah, got that fucking joke nailed. Not fun, not fun no, no. <laughs> uh, But first, we'll do weird news live on Facebook as always. So, should we do our top listeners? We shall. Who we got? Where we got listening? France, Boussey, St George's. Yeah, uh, Huntington Beach, California, Kansas City, Sylvester, GA, is that Georgia? Yeah. Uh, New York, in New York. Marion. Indiana. Yeah. Milwaukee. Chillicote, Marland. Abuja, Nigeria, that's a new one. Bangalore, India, welcome back. Angola, wow, Luanda, fair play. Bushy, United Kingdom, Manchester, Marrickville, Gdansk in Poland. Uh, Istanbul, not Constantinople. Anyone get that? No. Well, yeah, it used to be called that, didn't it? Yeah, there's a song as well. Mm. I'm wasted on you people. Redfern, Australia. Guadalajara, uh, Benton, and. Ooh, ah, what's that top one? Schenectady. I thought it was a shady nasty or something. (laughs) Yeah, that one in New York. Thanks a lot. Uh, So let's have the first bit of weird news. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Man charged after botched castration attempt at his Florida home. Charged dropped... what? <laughs> well, he dropped the ball on this one. Mm. <laughs> Investigators described the case as kind of nuts as they charged a man who performed a botched castration on another man at his Florida home. Gary Van Rissick, 74, had dropped the ball on this one, the Highlands County Sheriff's Office wrote in a Facebook post, after they charged him with second-degree felony of practising medicine without a licence, resulting in bodily injury. Uh, officers attended his home in the city of Sebring after someone hung up a 911 call from the property, the post said. Once he arrived, he explained he attempted to remove the testicles of a 53-year-old man he'd met a week earlier on a dark web website the people who have a castration fetish. Mm, it's a one-time thing, though, isn't it? Well, that's it. <laughs> uh, not like you can repeat this fetish this, over and over again. That's what I mean. It's Twice max. <laughs> but, yeah, but it's like that dude who, who's like, I want to be, I want to be killed and eaten. I'm going to get a sexual kick out of it. Well, yeah, once. Mm. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. And if, if if your fetish is um, castration and not specifically castration by some weird dude, if it's just castration, why not go and? I suppose, suppose castration is not the sort of thing that you can just go and pay for at a private hospital, is it? You I can, mean, you got a Mexico Yeah, I guess, but if you want to, yeah, I suppose, yeah, I should have thought that through before I spoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do have to find people on the dark web if you want a castration. I'm glad you pressed E74 and surf in the dark web. I don't know how you go on the dark web. <laughs> I know in theory you need a thing 
<laughs> really? <laughs> a computer? Yeah. No, you need a, a thing. A browser. In the browser, the dark web browser. I used to know what it was fucking called. A friend of mine's going to prison for things like this. Tried to oh, be clever. Yeah. He stole someone's Bitcoin. Oh, I think you still read that, yeah. yeah. White collar crime, yet he was living in a shared house. Like, they booted the doors off, and everyone in the house was like zip tied up and oh, all that business, like, for because he, he stole a rich guy's Bitcoin. Oh, well, there we go then. You know what we I mean? We're doing that. Yeah. That's the ultimate crime, isn't it, in this society? Yeah. Stealing from the rich. Yeah. So, my advice would be like, if, you can't be half a hacker. Hacking isn't something that you're like, oh, it's. Kind of my hobby, you know. You've either got to be good enough to cover your tracks, or or you'll get arrested. Yeah, pretty much. So it's still Bitcoin. Why am I on about that? Oh, know. dark web. Anyway, this guy. I was on about it because of the dark web. Yeah. And this guy found him on the yeah. dark web. He told the victim he'd had experience of animals and had even removed one of his own testicles in 2012. Wow. Yeah, it added. What's the difference? Deputies found the man on the bed with a towel over his groin, which was bleeding heavily. Nearby, there was a pink container which held two body parts that had recently been much closer to the victim. The victim was taken to the hospital and was later flown to a regional medical centre. He's listed as in a stable condition. Uh, it's unclear whether his testicles were reattached. I don't know. Gosh. Can he do that? I guess. I don't right. know. I wouldn't know. They said they obviously yeah, don't nice. know. Yeah. yeah. I was a thing about the ice, and you don't put them directly in the ice, otherwise you give them frostbite. Uh what do you do then? Uh, it's like a towel. Yeah, it's a towel. This is an SOS. If anybody out there has got a pack of lighters, will you <laughs> fucking send them our way? <laughs> it doesn't help that you are slightly one-armed at the moment. It's once. It's a. Uh, it's first step towards my transition, Ben. <laughs> what being in completely enclosing casts? It's my transition into a mechanical man. <laughs> You've had a robot arm put on, have you? <laughs> the Oxford English Dictionary states... Have you been looking at this? Cyborg is, and I quote, a person whose physiological functions have been aided by or improved upon by a mechanical or physical... I've forgotten it. I used to have this memorised. But essentially, your nan's a fucking cyborg. If she's got an ear in aid, she's a cyborg. If she's got a plastic hip, she's a cyborg, according to the technical definition of a cyborg. I don't know if this is quite there yet, but you know. Well, it's got no mechanics. I'm going to stick some. Anyway. I'm going to stick some wires down one end and just sort <laughs> of poke out the other, and see if anyone respects my status as a transformer. <laughs> they probably won't. Because it's weird that if I say that with my beard and my dick, I identify as a woman. Everyone has to bend over backwards, but you won't do it for me being a transformer. Because they're made of metal and you can't actually transform. You Some can be whatever argue. you want to be, Gaz. Thank if you. you want to be a transformer, be a transformer. Thank you. I am. I'm always transforming, <laughs> educating and improving myself. What, by breaking your arm? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whilst learning to do something I didn't know how to do. I wouldn't try it again. I'm going to. I'm not going oh, to be repeated. He thinks he's talking. He's ice skating, not wanking. <laughs> power wanking. <laughs> wanking with the power of a man half my age. Twice my size. <laughs> Fractured my own. Whatever you're into, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we call that article over? Move on to the next one. Yep. Don't cut your own nuts off. They'll no. fucking blur into one big, long, fucking weird thing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, a bit of Epstein news I look uh, to because the conspiracy theories are still flying around. Very much so, yeah. It's gonna make us. He might make us a lot of money one day. So well, do you want right. to do this one? Oh, who wants to do this one? I know this one then. Epstein had bizarre painting of Bill Clinton in dress, heels in townhouse. Yeah, this is from the New York Post. Should you want to go and check it out? But yeah, disturbing. I don't see why Bill Clinton's in drag in. Especially Probably an inside the, joke that we don't know. That's it, isn't it? Probably involving an altar and a child. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Do you think? Well, I don't think there's any allegedly about it. As simple as when he sat for the portrait to be painted, he was wearing a dress. Do you think he wore a dress when he was doing stuff on the island? Uh, maybe. Who knows what he likes in his uh, spare time? He doesn't like fucking Hillary, does he? Who uh, would? <laughs> <laughs> She'd probably... Fucking, uh, there was a joke in there, but it didn't come quick enough. Moving on. Right, he was hanging up there prominently. As soon as you walked in, in a room to the right, a source told the post, everybody who saw it laughed and smirked. Right. Uh, it didn't stop there, though, apparently. He had a, a mannequin hanging from the ceiling, dressed up in a wedding gown, Were noting you? how the doll was situated above a staircase. Uh, was it a mannequin? Was it a preserved human corpse? Hmm. Who can say? Well, the piece dubbed Passing Bill was painted and sold by a New York-based artist named Petrina Ryan Kleld. Sachi Art, an online art gallery, describes it as an oil on canvas with dimensions of whatever. The painting inside Epstein's home appears to be the same size and sources told the Post it was also done with oil. So apparently it's that painting. Well, no. to be fair though, to play devil's advocate, if, if some famous artist did a funny painting of your mate, it's not that weird to buy it, is it? No, I suppose not. That's funny. Look at Bill. <laughs> Looks yeah. a right dick in that picture. I mean, I thought he had it commissioned mm. himself. He'd didn't done it himself. That, like, but no. How do you know he didn't? Might just be kept quiet. Well, he's saying that it matches the uh, the exact painting that was sold. I'll be honest. Of all the stuff going on around Mr. Epstein, I think this painting's the least. I still think it's a bit weird. Of our concerns. You know, good mates, he's got a picture of him in drag in his house. Yeah, like I said, like if we were both famous and some famous artist painted you in a dress to be funny, I might buy that. that so what, you funny. want a picture of me in a dress hanging on your wall? No, Ben. I had a picture of Ben with a wig on my phone for years, didn't I? That's it's true. Not, that's my screensaver. <laughs> what, so it's not that difficult of a stretch to just think like, he just thinks it's funny, his mate's in a dress. Yeah, I'm going for the darker option. Of what? I think that's what, how he used to dress when he was on the island. It's not that dark compared to fucking kids, Ben. It's a well, bloke in a dress. There's I mean, some weirdness going on. High strangeness. Yeah, I, I think this this one in particular I think is clutching at straws. Well... I do now I know it's it was bought and not commissioned by himself. I think he was commissioned by him in secret and then bought. Oh maybe. Who can say? Next one? Yep. It's our good mate Rick Wiles. Hey. Fucking hell, he's in the news. Mm. After his embarrassment of last week's Well he did win though last week for Alex, didn't he? Yeah. Like, hey Tom Brady, he's married to a Brazilian ass model who's a witch. How is he doing? He's doing pretty well though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but she's a witch. Yeah, check out last week's episode for that. <laughs> What's his name? I've already forgotten. Rick, Rick Wiles. Well, according to him, Jeffrey Epstein is alive and well and walking around with a head transplant. Yeah. 
Um, in the wake of Jeffrey Epstein's apparent suicide while in the custody of the Federal Bureau of Prisons earlier this month, conspiracy theories began to swirl around the murky circumstances of his death. But Rick Wiles has taken it to the next level, beyond paintings and little black books. He says that he is alive and well, adding that his sexual molestation career has taken a radical turn. I didn't realise it was a career. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> will, uh, Epstein will have to manage this operation from seclusion in another country with a new face that an intelligence agency has given him, Wiles said on an audio flagged by Right Wing Watch. Perhaps even a facial transplant beyond going to plastic surgery. So it's face-off. Face-off. It's face-off for <laughs> pervs. Well, if anyone's got the money, it's the world's most famous pimp, Mr Epstein. Well, I think the onus is on Mr Wiles to A, prove that such fan facial transplants are possible, firstly, and then prove that Epstein's had one. You can't... Can't prove the first. There's no point even thinking about the second. Proof doesn't matter to these people. They read a book and think it's true. Where's it? Do you think Literally just, true. Do you think they? What's he get out of making this shit up? People watch his show and he gets money. Mm, right. Do you think he re like he really believes this? Somebody told him this. Oh no, he doesn't believe any he's of this. Like, uh, he's that thick. No, he doesn't believe any of this. It's just all a show, isn't it? It's the just rich. all just a job. I used to have, when he said sexual molestation career, I was like, just had a vision of when you got the careers officer in school, and he said, right, I've got a career for you. Yeah. <laughs> sexual molestation. Yeah. Well, Mo pass if you don't mind. Mo Lester, this is the career. <laughs> 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 Sorry, bad taste. <laughs> no, they've got bad taste, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, well, fuck him, he's walking around with a new head. Oh, well. They were on about doing an egg transplant not so long back. Some Russian doctor was on about it. Some uh, bloke who was paralysed from the neck down, he was going to put his head on an entirely new body, but they said the psychological implications were a bit too much. They've been talking about it for fucking donkeys. There's that Somebody was doing it with dogs, weren't they? And uh, they have some success, didn't they? Do a dog head transplant. I think we've talked about this. And it worked for a, a while. It was a monkey, like a few I think. Seconds. Was it a monkey? Yeah. It was a monkey. That rings a bell now. I think it lived for like a couple of minutes. Yeah, and yeah, it was literally. Had a freak out. But, you know, one day, I guess. The facial thing they can do, I'm sure they've done that with um, like Burns victims and things like that, but it doesn't look quite mm. natural. Do you know what I mean? You can tell something's obviously been done to their face. Yeah, it's been on fire. <laughs> now the new face. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that, yeah. that concludes the news we induced for this week. <laughs> and we're back, so let's talk about spontaneous human combustion. It's a well-documented phenomenon, goes back to cases before the 1800s, in which a human body ignites and burns without any known contact with an external source of fire. In some cases the damage is slight, in others the victim is reduced to ashes, and in some of the strangest cases, nearby objects escape relatively unscathed. The chair or bed on which the victim is sitting or lying, and even the clothes on the charred body, may be undamaged or only slightly singed. Often too, a single foot, a leg, or the tips of some fingers remain intact, although the rest of the body is consumed. Cases of spontaneous human combustion began to appear in medical reports as far back as the 17th century 
and by the 20th century the literature abounded in detailed accounts of inexplicable human incineration. Over a span of four centuries, more than 200 such incidents have been reported. In earlier times, the classical targets of this fiery fate were believed to be alcoholic and usually corpulent elderly women who lived alone. <laughs> They almost always incinerated indoors on winter nights and were usually found near an open fire. Needless to say, there were no witnesses and their deaths are attributed to God's punishment of their sins. Are they? What a, forgivous, what a forgiving God. Yep. Is that what it says on the death certificate? Probably. I don't know if they did death certificates back then. Probably oh, not. Shit. But even in these days, there were exceptions. As some of the cases related in this, chap in this chapter show... In fact, recent research into this strange phenomenon shows a fairly equal representation of the sexes among the victims, with ages ranging from infancy to 114 years. Infancy? Wow. Many were abstinence. That's going to be traumatic, hasn't it? Yeah. You come back to the cut, and it's just a pile of burning cinders. Well, it's not just cinders, is it? It's just ash. Yeah. It's not even smouldering, is it? It's just, like, burnt and burnt itself out. Yeah. Like, that intense and fast. Maybe some little baby feet left. Aww. Oh, man. Fucking hell. What is your view of making and, the dark shit, and, like? And, and where did the baby get matches or a lighter from? You know what I mean? Well, the baby wasn't drunk and smoking a cigarette. The baby didn't fall asleep with the fag in its mouth, did it? If it did, I've got questions for the mum. Yeah. Maybe someone was smoking around the cot. Dropped flicked a bit of ash around the cot. Okay. Yeah, because when we were kids, you had them tailing nappies, didn't you? Yeah, also everyone smoked. That's true. Probably in babies' faces. Well, yeah. <laughs> Good night, honey. <laughs> <laughs> dip, dip your fucking dummy in a bit of, bit of Jack Daniels. And... That's what I used to have. <laughs> and, and I it's... turned it perfectly <laughs> fine. And you don't have problems with alcohol at all, do no. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that smug now as a non-drinker. Oh, we got when you're drinking a can of cider. First drink I've had since Friday. It's only Sunday. And the drink I had on Friday was the first one I had since the Friday before. Yeah, well, bully for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Feeling good and smug, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, some of us aren't quitters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going to burn to death. Well, I might, just not in spontaneous combustion. You might if I go up there with a lighter. It's not spontaneous if I drop a fag on myself, though, is it? No. That's just like... Yeah. That's just burning yourself. Yeah. Self... Do you know, how close have you... Self-immolation. As drinkers and smokers, all three of us, what's the closest you've come to that? Never happened, you? actually. Do you know what happened to me once? It was like a cartoon, mate. Was it? I fell asleep downstairs at an ex-girlfriend's and I smoked rollies, but her dad smoked real fags mm. and he always had left his pack on the side downstairs and he's always pissed so he couldn't remember how many he was in there so he used to go down in the wee hours and have a real cigarette next to the fire and like uh, and anyway I fell asleep and they don't go out do they no and um, I woke up and I had it like I'm miming for the camera I was holding the cigarette into my own crutch but the baggy bit that goes like that on your jeans when you're sitting yeah. It, the way I say it was like a cartoon, because it was literally a circle of smouldering, like... Oh, fuck. Not fire, but, like, you know, it was glowing, a glowing circle yeah. that was getting bigger. I was like, holy shit! A few minutes more, that's how it happens, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That was fairly close for me, then. Mm. I was surprised, I thought it was a fairly common... You know, no, I've never no, seen no, 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 no
That's as bad as it's come, yeah. I've fallen asleep with joints and roadies in my hand literally hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. Wow. Um, but uh, they always go out. Mm. It used to drive my, when I lived at home, it would honestly terrify my mum. She would go crazy at me, but she didn't understand that. Like, so I hadn't toked on that joint for at least 10 minutes. <laughs> it was well out by the time <laughs> I passed out. But yeah, I guess I'm lucky. Yeah. I have to go outside to smoke them now, so it's not going to happen. Can't fall asleep out there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you stand up or sit down? Depends how much alcohol has been intaken. <laughs> Sometimes sitting down is a necessity. Very true. In these days, there were exceptions, as some of the cases related in the chapter show. And in fact, recent research in this strange phenomenon shows a fairly equal representation of the sexes among the victims. Some have combusted in the proximity of a source of fire. Brothers have ignited while they were driving or simply walking Whoa. in surroundings devoid of any external source of fire. Contemporary scientific and medical opinion rejects the idea of spontaneous combustion, dismissing the many instances of inexplicable deaths by burning as simply, quote, puzzling or, quote, unsolved. Although a number of theories have been proposed, there is no sound physiological model that can explain how a human body could possibly self-ignite or how it could burn fiercely enough to be reduced to ashes. Such consumption of human tissue and bone is only possible at the extreme temperatures, which is over 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit, so that is fucking hot, Yeah. provided by pressurised crematoriums, and of course, when it comes to explaining unscorched clothing or a fully fleshed limb associated with the ashy or charred remains, the inexplicable becomes the bizarre. Yeah, I learned that today that I suppose I've just never thought about crematoriums very often that even that 3,000 degree heat isn't enough to produce that nice uniform ash stuff that you get out the other end. Like, they then put it in a grinder, don't mm, they? Because it's yeah. still full of big bone chips. So even 3,000 degrees, wherever it was, that still doesn't disintegrate the bones to nothing. There'll still be bits. It can there. do if, if it collapses, maybe it's on a yeah. seat, the seat collapses and the weight of it mm. then crumbles it to ash. Okay, but I mean... That's possible, isn't it? But they it? still have to grind. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's like, yeah, they grind it, but it's not like solid. It's like, you could, you could, you could crush it with your oh, hands. Oh, your hands, like, okay. And it's sort uh, of like, you know, yeah. It'll be the femur that survives, wouldn't it? That's the one, the main one that survives, your thigh bone, because that's the, uh, one of the strongest bone with the yeah. strongest bone in your body. It's gotta be, hasn't it? Mm. Well in your skull. The weirdest oh, yeah. I saw the one as well today that uh the skin was still on it, the legs. So it wasn't that one I was talking about earlier. It was a different one. One of the common things you'll see, listener, if you look this up, is people's the from the knee down gets left behind quite yeah. a bit, doesn't it? The, uh, the lower the extremities. extremities. Yeah, the hands and mm. possibly sometimes the head. I mean, when you go and look so, at photos of this, you'll see, like, the charred sort of remains in a chair. Yeah. It's and graphic. then just a pair of legs. Just yeah. Should we go through some of the cases? Then? Yeah, I'll start with an early one. Uh, 1673. Oh, fucking hell. One of the earliest well-attested cases of spontaneous human combustion was recorded by Thomas Bartolin, a poor woman of the people was mysteriously consumed by fire in Paris. A woman of the people, does that mean that she was a prostitute? I suspect a a prostitute, yes. That's a nice way of saying it. Um, She had been a heavy drinker of strong spirits to the point of not taking any nourishment for three years. One evening she went to sleep on a straw pallet and was burned up during the night. 
In the morning, only her head and the ends of her fingers were found. All the rest of her body was reduced to ashes. Now, there is an explanation for that, a scientific one. Hay bales. Yeah. Here we go then, Mike. Because go what happens it. is the bacteria breed underneath the hay. Yeah. Mm. And as they're, as they're breeding, they extract... It heats up, doesn't it? Yeah, it heats up because heat. the, the gases and stuff that they're it's excreting. Nowhere for it to go. Yeah, and it heats up and it can catch fire. So that's a possibility with that one. Yeah. She was such a hoe that somebody was walking past and was like, oh, look, what was her name? Oh, it doesn't say. She hasn't got a name. Oh, well. She's just a woman of the people. Candy. Oh, oh spunky <laughs> candy over there. Look, she's passed out. I, I don't know. I was going to say there was some friction. But anyway... It was probably the scientific thing that you said, Mike. <laughs> and, and the vodka in 1663, or whatever it was. But 90% <laughs> proof. I was going to say, how good do you reckon that was? I mean, well, yeah, is actually. It, is it risky business? <laughs> I wonder how strong... Well, then again, it depends where you're buying it from, doesn't it? Your average mm. sort of tavern slash brothel in... 1673 downtown Paris. It's probably watered down a bit. Uh, is there much trading standards in those days? Well, no, there wasn't any trading standards <laughs> in those days. Could have been fermented horse piss for all you know. Oh, you see, and everyone complains about health and safety and all that. It's there to keep you alive. Oh, yes. Stop you exploding in a hail bay. <laughs> um, should we do another one? Yeah. 1731. The celebrated case of the Countess de Bandi of Cecina in Italy brought to the notice of the Royal Society of London. The Countess Cornelia Bandy, in her 62nd year of her age, this is a quote... This is why it was brought to the London, because she was a countess and not a prostitute. Yeah, and also <laughs> it was described by a reverend as well. Uh, so I suppose he, he's considered a trustworthy witness at yeah. this point in history. She was 62, was all day as well as she used to be. But at night was observed when at supper, dull and heavy... She retired, was put to bed, where she passed three hours and more in familiar discourses with her maid, and in some prayers at last, falling asleep, the door was shut. In the morning, the maid, taking notice her mistress did not wake at the usual hour, went into the bedchamber and called her. But not being answered, doubting some ill accident, opened the window and saw the corpse of her mistress in this deplorable condition. Four feet distant from the bed, there was a heap of ashes, two legs untouched from the foot to the knee with their stockings on, between them was the lady's head, whose brains, half of the back part of the skull, and the whole chin were burnt to ashes, amongst which were found three fingers blackened. All the rest was ashes, which had this particular quality when they left, that they left in the hand when taken up, a greasy and stinking moisture. That'll be all the human juice. Yeah. Or the people's soup. The air in the room was also observed, with soot floating in it, a small oil lamp on the floor was covered with ashes but no oil in it. Two candles in candlesticks upon a table stood upright. The cotton wick was left in both, but the tallow was gone and vanished. Somewhat of moisture was among the feet of the candlesticks. The bed received no damage. The blankets and sheets were only raised on one side as when a person rises up from it or goes in. The whole furniture as well as the bed was spread over with moist and ash-coloured soot which had penetrated into the chest of drawers, even to foul the linens. So it's, it's ru ruining her linen in the chest of drawers. Oh. Nay, the soot was also gone into the neighbouring kitchen and hung upon the walls, the furniture and utensils of it. Uh, from the pantry, a piece of bread covered with it, covered with soot and grown black, and was given to several dogs, all of which refused to eat it. Huh. Here, 
Come here, Rover. Do you want a bit of the Countess? Now, was that part of the investigation or was that just for shits and giggles? Possibly for shits and giggles. No, you would have fucking dog will eat it. It should be noted that this was an upper-class woman of good character, allegedly. Not a poor old creature addicted to alcohol. However, some connection with alcohol did exist. A few days after the Countess's demise, an Italian nobleman who passed through Cecina said he had heard on good, good authority the Countess was in the habit of washing her body in camphorated spirits of wine when she felt indisposed and that it was very likely she'd, gone, she'd done so on the evening before her accident. Uh, after a great deal of speculation by the medical authorities at the time, the final opinion was that, though lightning could conceivably be blamed, it was more likely that a natural co naturally caused internal combustion had taken place in her body, that she had risen from her bed to cool herself, and on the way to the window, open the window she had been overcome. Her body was consumed from within, so no external flames were produced that could set fire to the furniture in the room. Now, some people think that lightning could be a cause. They do? Ball lightning. Yes, I've heard about, I've heard about this, ball lightning. It's not like, this is actual real scientists talk about this. It's not a, what do you call it? Not a proper... But it's like, there, there are some uh, theoretical, I listened to a radio lab thing about it. Like, you know, literally like, people can be sat in their living room yeah. with like, a glowing orb of fucking You just come through lightning. the window and just yeah. sort of like float around the room. Hover around no way. and disappear. Yeah. And they don't have an explanation for it, but it is an observed phenomena that like mainstream scientists do sort of accept, I think. So I we could be sat here now and just a, an orb of lightning could just pop into the window? Yeah, under the correct conditions, yeah. People have observed this. What happens when it pops in the window? Does it do anything or...? No, it's just like an atmospheric thing. As well, far it as burns, it? People have been burnt by it. Mm. Let's oh, touch people and burn them, and I think some, sometimes it just either just peters out or, mm. or perhaps just hits something Disperses. and it explodes. Like, look at now. No, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. And also, if I I might be incorrect, but I think I'm right in saying that uh, scientists don't like actually understand lightning, do they? Really? They've I got think you're right guesses. to a point. Yeah. They got like a good guess and a best theory and a most likely, but they don't actually know what causes it what conditions i don't know i could be completely wrong i'm sure i heard that somewhere it's possible i don't know i think they know what causes it but i mean how, how you get um, i know that lightning goes up doesn't it it doesn't come down it goes up mm. it's a common I've, I've no idea how you get like all that energy from just some hot air and some cold air meeting though that confuses the fuck out of me i don't know how that works because i mean it's like yeah, thousands of volts isn't it well heat heat it's because there's a lot of energy, isn't there? Yeah, but you're talking like, you know, it's, it's fried up city, isn't it? That itch, yeah. yeah. It's strange, isn't it? But yeah. So lightning, but it's very fucking weird to try and think of somebody burning from the inside. Like, how do you set fire from the inside out? Yeah. Like, that's like, think of some comic book shit or something, you know what I mean? I think of Dread, the movie Dread, Okay, hot shot. Oh, yeah, and yeah. He fires the thing into his mouth and he just kind of burns from the inside out and then just crumbles like ash. What the fuck causes? Well, that documentary you saw today, did you see that the bit where the, the woman had... Um, she she started breathing fire, effectively, didn't she? Wow. Breathing fire. Fire was coming out of her mouth. That's what the witness report said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. One eighteen twenty. 
Mrs. Wright, the, this is London, she was hospitalised with severe burns from which she was not expected to recover. Her injuries were the culmination of a series of strange spontaneous fires that have been plaguing the Wright household since the 5th of January 1820. Mrs. Wright, who had been sitting with a servant girl by the kitchen hearth, noticed her own clothes are on fire as she stood up to walk away. On January the 12th, her clothes flamed up again in the presence of the same girl. I'm guessing that this girl's setting her on fire for this one. <laughs> Quite possible. Uh, anyway, then sometime the following day, Screams were heard from the kitchen where she was and where the girl had been. He ran into the room and found his mother in flames. Only a moment before the girl had left the kitchen and this time Wright accused her. But it was Mrs Wright's belief the girl had nothing to do with her misfortunes and that something supernatural was assailing her. She sent for her daughter who arrived to guard her. She continued to leave the girl who had nothing to do with the fires and went to the kitchen where the girl was. And again, by some unknown means, she caught fire. <laughs> she was put to bed. Dreadfully burned. Well, and then, when she got to sleep, her son and daughter left the room and were immediately brought back by her screams, finding her surrounded by flames. Then the girl was told to leave the house. She left and there were no more fires. I'm guessing there was just a fucking arsonist. Mm. That kitchen maid was an arsonist. Yeah, it's quite possible, isn't it? Well, we never know. No. You want a Christmas Eve tale? Ah, go on then. On Christmas Eve 1885 near Ottawa, Illinois, Mr. and Mrs. Patrick Rooney and their son John and their hired hand, John Larson, sat around a kitchen table celebrating the holiday with a jug of whiskey Farmer Rooney had just brought back from town. Larson had a few drinks and went off to bed. John Rooney stayed up for a while, but eventually left for his farm a mile away. Larson, rising early, came down on Christmas morning to do his chores. He tried to strike a match on the iron kitchen stove but found to his surprise the stove was covered with a layer of greasy soot. Alarmed, he quickly struck the match against his thumbnail and lit the lamp. To his horror, he saw Patrick Rooney sitting dead in the chair. There was no sign of Mrs Rooney. Larson rushed outside of the horse and galloped madly to John Rooney's farm. When Larson and young Rooney got back, they found what remained of Mrs Rooney under a three-by-four-foot hole in the floor. Four. On the bare ground, a couple of feet below, were a burned piece of skull two charred vertebrae, a foot and a small pile of ashes, all that remained of the 200-pound woman. Wow. No other part of the floor was burned, and neither was any of the furniture. The only damaged item was the corner of the tablecloth hanging over the hole, which was slightly scorched. Wow. Why hasn't anyone, like... I mean, they must be setting cadavers on fire. They blow them up and stuff. To study him, you know what I'm on Who's about? Who's blowing up cadavers? You don't know about this? Like, medical research and things like, um, you know, a fairly fresh cadaver, they like put them in cars and drop them off stuff and blow them up and shoot them and then study the damage. No way. And kind of try and work backwards and get some sort of idea of what happens to the body in certain situations. You obviously have to sign off on this. There was some funny news story about it. Funny, in quotes, about <laughs> some guy finding out that he'd signed away his mum to be blown up. Like, oh, and, I see, yeah. yeah. It, that's what they, like, and they do normal, I say normal, but like they just leave them in various, like cadaver farms where they're in various stages of decomposition for you to study for CSI, you know, oh, type, yeah. the more you know about how the body decomposes. And yeah, and yes, they also shoot them and blow them up and throw them off stuff. So, yeah. Interesting. Don't sign your body away for that. Why was I on about that? Cadavers. Oh, yeah. So, surely, maybe somebody is like 
testing what's the most intense fire you can get out of a cadaver. Or maybe it's not the same because you need the juices and the things and the stuff to be They've done it with pig fresh. carcasses. Mm, pig fat and stuff. But I mean, if you've got a really fresh cadaver, like the day after, surely you could set them on fire and do some laboratory tests. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know if anyone's, anyone's ever done it, but they've done it with pig carcasses. I'm going to let you Google setting cadavers on fire. <laughs> Why? I, although there is some strange things in my Google history, <laughs> I don't really want that to be one of them. That's not that strange. It'll be popping up for ages then, every time, every time <laughs> I click on stuff. It'll show up on your Facebook. <laughs> thing. I'll be, be invited to join a cadaver-burning group. And <laughs> A most peculiar fire that took the lives of Mr. and Mrs. John Keeley, a retired couple at Butlucks Heath, a village near Southampton, England. On the morning of February 26, 1905, neighbours heard a scratching sound issuing from the Keeley house, and on entering the house, they found the interior in flames. Mrs. Keeley was lying. On, Mr. Keeley was lying on the floor, totally consumed by fire. His wife was in an easy chair in the same room, badly charred but recognisable. The police investigators noted an overturned table and an oil lamp with its glass chimney smashed on the floor, but it's not clear how this lamp could have been the cause of such an intense fire. The easy chair on which, on which Mrs Kylie was found was not burnt or even singed. The jury brought in a verdict of accidental death, but by which means we are unable to say. Mm. Fire. Fire. I think it was fire. <laughs> so that sucks for the... If one of them spontaneously combusted and set the other one on fire, it sucks for the one who didn't spontaneously combust, doesn't it? Well, yes. What a way to go. My wife exploded. Oh, no. <laughs> and set me on fire. The thing is, as we get sort of later now, we're coming into the, we're in the 20th century, obviously, you know, forensics is picking up, isn't it? Mm-hmm investigating crime scenes, mm. ways of doing things rather than the... We learn more about people, we learn more about fires. Yeah, and you know, unlike the days of Jack the Ripper when fingerprints weren't known and things like that, we're starting to learn, you know, how to yeah. investigate an accident. Sorry. Is that another beer you always... <laughs> I don't drink, so... Did you know that fire is only known to occur on Earth? Oh, uh, yeah? Well, they don't have... Yeah. That's what no, it's the auction like, levels, isn't it? They don't have air in space, do they? Exactly, can't burn. Oh, I don't know how the sun works. That's a new plasma. Reaction, yeah. That's plasma, isn't it? Isn't fire as such, is it? No. So, yeah, it's, it's the only planet we know that has oxygen. Levels high enough for. Because oxygen, fire needs at least 16% oxygen to burn. Mm. Well, we've got a lot of cool things here on Earth, haven't we? Fire. Playstations. Boobs. Boobs. They, they probably have space boobs, don't they? Yeah, that's true. They might be attached to space cows, though, or something. Nah, it's too, it's too <laughs> weird to think of. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Sorry. Back um, to the fire people. Right, uh, 1938, the sudden combustion of Mrs Mary Carpenter, who perished while vacationing on a cabin cruiser off Norfolk, England, took place in full view of her husband and children, so some severe psychological counselling going on for them. Um, she was engulfed in flames and reduced to a charred corpse in minutes. No one else was burned and the boat was undamaged. Quote, I suppose a close caught fire, the investigating officer said, but I can't understand how it happened. 
So witnesses, she all of a sudden, she just goes up. They're on a boat. Don't want to fire on a boat, but nothing else is singed. Mm, well, at least a fire on mm. a boat, at least there's water around. <laughs> no, there is. I didn't do much good, though. Yeah. Somebody could have slung her in, in time. Easier said than done, isn't it? Someone <laughs> on fire. Pick up and sling him overboard. Burning from the inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just kick him overboard. <laughs> this is spot <laughs> <laughs> um, This is one of my... This is, I find this one quite strange. A former actress, Miss Olga Worth-Stevens, aged 75, of Dallas, Texas, was sitting in a parked car in October 1964 when witnesses saw a burst into flames. She was fatally burned before anyone could come to her rescue. Fireman said the automobile was not damaged and contained nothing that could have started the fire. Oh. Well, nothing electrical or... No, they said everything was fine. She just... Big smoking. Horrified witnesses said that she turned basically turned into a human torch while sitting in her parked car. Fuck. Car wasn't damaged by the flames. <laughs> Is it the work of the devil or should we save that till later? Well, we'll get to our theories later, yeah. I'll give you one more. This is from the 1970s uh, in England. Infant combustion. In 1973, seven-month-old Parvinda Kaur and the baby carriage in which she was sitting suddenly burst into flames in his parents' living room. He was treated in the burns unit at the Birmingham Hospital, but officials were unable to determine any cause in the fire. The following year, the Birmingham Evening Mail of August 26th, 1974, reported the death of six-month-old six Lisa Tipton. She was found burned to death in an unexplained fire confined to one room of her parents' home in Highfield, Staffordshire. Shit. Just up the road. Yeah. Well, they must have lived very simple lives. You know, for the devil to just smite them in this way. <laughs> Are you born again after last week's uh, Dinosaurs in the Bible episode? Mm, yeah, I don't know. It's just the most plausible explanation I could think of. The devil. Yeah. I, don't like, I don't like the look of this drunk old bint. How much Rick Wilde and Mark Johnson have you been watching this week, guys? Uh, only the usual, you know, half an hour or so I'm subjected to here on a Sunday. Sorry, Mark Taylor, the firefighter prophet. Yeah. Uh... Can you think of a more plausible explanation than the devil? Yeah, I'll come to it later. Oh, right, yeah. okay. <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. Oh. Right. <laughs> That's handy. The devil didn't feature high on my ear. <laughs> didn't he? Um, my, my well, he always features high for me. Praise well, him. Or maybe not the devil. Maybe just a supernaturally powered super fire goblin, a serial killer, a fire powered serial killer. Yes, who's immortal or time invisible? No, he only needs to be a couple, a few hundred years old for this story. Doesn't you don't he? know how long he's been doing this. Because since it's been recorded, it's like two hundred years. Oh, I mean, could have been going on for forever. Well, maybe not immortal. Maybe he just lives for I don't know five hundred years. Or something. He passes the mantle on. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, when was the last one? An invisible serial killing fire starter. Yeah. As a mortal. Yeah. Or time traveller. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we've got a more recent one here. I'm just going to skip over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were asking when the, when the latest one was. And I'm yeah. like, oh, so, right, okay. Well, it's a, it's a possibility. <laughs> Gaz, I mean. <laughs> when was the latest one? This is in, it's in Hull. I think it was a couple of years ago. Okay. Hull Daily Mail reports of police in Hull investigating the tragic incident was incurred around 8pm on the December 27th 
They're not treating it as arson or an assault. Hull City Council member Daniel Lingwood said he saw the flames and thought his van was on fire until he realised it was a human. Oh, no. He and another man stopped a group of women from dozing a man with water, opting to roll him on the ground to extinguish the flames. They stopped putting water, people from putting water you on should, him. Well, you should roll him on the floor, shouldn't you? I think that's more... Is it? Yeah. I mean, I don't well, know. I'd do both, personally. I don't know. This guy, obviously... I thought he stopped drop and roll. Enough. Well, yeah, but if you've got water, surely that's going to put the fire out, unless it's an oil fire. That's it, but you don't know what it is, do you? Well, I suppose this guy was comforted enough to make that decision. And like, well, he's a council member. Oh, it didn't enough. work, and he died, so... <laughs> yeah. Maybe the water would have saved him. <laughs> but then again, also, in Hull, I would set myself on fire if I lived there. <laughs> There's worse places in Hull. Not many. <laughs> London police uh, issued a fresh call for help in solving the combustion of the 70-year-old John Nolan in September... That's the guy who's just walking down the street. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Have we covered this? Yeah, we did on Weird News briefly. Yeah. We seem to get a lot more in the UK nowadays. Probably because... Uh, Maybe it's our diet. Fire investigators do not treat these cases lightly and police don't want residents terrified of some sick individual setting the frail and the elderly on fire. Oh, no. Not, not that time-travelling super serial killer. <laughs> well. There's not one of them. You laughed there is when not I, one of them. You laughed when I said it. <laughs> the police are on my side. And then we've got um, another one quite recently. This is in the sun. I fucking hate the uh, sun. Our mates. I fucking hate the sun. A friend of mine. <laughs> He's a fucking enemy. Enemy of the people. Rupert Murdoch. We'll are you going to personally have this... Have him executed when we take power. No, I never said that. I'm a homicidal <laughs> maniac. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so, them are the cases. They're still, it's still happening. In yep. cases a couple of years ago in the UK. Probably more worldwide that we're just not aware of. Mm. So, why did it happen? So, well, so science officer Mike? Devil. Well, there is a scientific theory called the Wick effect. Basically, right. the body becomes an inside-out candle. Okay, I saw this on a documentary, yeah. yeah. So the clothes act as the wick inside right. a candle, and the yeah. human fat yeah. is acts the... as the wax. And it just keeps yeah. on burning. And when it, when a fire starts, they right. obviously rage, don't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they when oxygen le- levels drop to 16%, the fire knows that if it keeps burning, it's going to burn out its oxygen, it's going to die. So at that point, it, it goes in on itself and, so it, it, and it smoulders. Is the fire sentient? Well, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Hey. But it does this anyway. What did I say? Oh, so all of a sudden... And it smoulders. Hang on. And it gets hotter because it's smouldering. Yeah? And mm. the clothes keep the fat inside and it starts burning the liquid fat. Right. Because most clothes nowadays are flame retardant. Are they? A lot of them are, yeah. Mm. Well, not, 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 they're, that's they're, they're more fireproof, let's put that yeah. way. And that's why you're what sometimes What did you say about my clothes? <laughs> that's why you sometimes find the extremities unburned, because they weren't covered by clothing, so they right. couldn't catch fire. Ah, so that's why your legs... Yeah, because the fire had died down, because the oxygen level, so it smoulders, mm. and then it burns intensely around the midriff. Oh, yeah, yeah, so your torso goes up. Yeah. In some cases, the head's still left as well. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. 
Fucking hell. I do think the pictures are creepy though. I mean, yeah, you know, you just, just that pair of legs just there. You're like, imagine turning up to him, you're like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, and it's got to be horrible for the investigators. Although I did say, uh, I saw that picture of the guy scooping up a body with a with a dustpan and brush and he was posing the copper quite merrily, shall we say. You know, gallows humour. I think in the police you've got to have that sense of humour, haven't you? Yeah, well, that's their excuse. They say they've got to. Do you? Yeah, I think you do. You see, you see a lot of bad shit every day, or most days. Oh, so much bad shit. This guy was doing 33 in a 30, and I had him. Yeah, but then you get called to a murder, and you... Yeah, but you're most police... Oh, don't make me go on an anti-police run. Let's move on. I'm just saying, most police, you know... Well, I've got a video explaining an experiment about this wick effect with a pig carcass. Done by the BBC. Are we going to see the oh. pig carcass burn? You ben. are. So go on then, Mike. Let's watch this pig burn. <laughs> We've all heard rumours of the bizarre and unexplained. And there's one in particular that I'm really interested in. Every now and again, someone finds a burnt human body. But the hands, arms and legs are left untouched. So is the room. It's claimed to be spontaneous human combustion. But is it possible? Could I simply burst into flames. To get to the bottom of this gruesome phenomenon, I'm going to recreate a typical case. This container makes a good living room, and this recently deceased pig is our human substitute. Oh. It was destined for the butchers, but like scientists have done for centuries, we're going to use it for research because its physiology, size and skin are all very similar to ours. Right, we've got to make this more human-like, so we need to wrap it up in some clothes. Dressing the pig? <laughs> the first thing to know about spontaneous combustion is that the victims are usually found near to a source of ignition, like a gas fire or a smouldering ashtray. So we can knock spontaneous on the head straight away. Mm, not always, though, is but it? But there's still a lot of weirdness to investigate. Like, why is it only the torso gets burned? And why is the room left untouched? So here goes, some typical, unspontaneous combustion. Normally, if you were fell asleep with a cigarette, the cigarette would just drop onto whatever you're wearing, and yeah. then it would go, so we'll try it. Yeah. Let's see if that will take on the... That's what the I did, ring. Like that, yeah, it's starting to go, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like. So that's the cigarette pretty much gone. Yeah. Burnt through the cotton, we're pretty much down to flesh. Now, normally, you'd simply wake up and put yourself out. But if you were already dead or otherwise incapacitated, you'd continue to burn. Heart to this could drunk. take many hours, so we're speeding things up to the point where the body catches fire. Wow. So it's been, what, an hour and a half now? I reckon about an hour and a half. Still burning away. We seem to have a beautiful flame just centred in the middle, don't we? Yeah, if you look closely, you can see the skin split, and now the fat's rendering down, the fat's becoming liquid, and it's actually the fat of the, of the animal that's burning. And that fat is soaking into the remnants of the blanket. The pig's clothed body acts like an inside-out candle. The melting fat is the wax, and the blanket is the wick. And like a candle, the whole thing burns with a low flame, so the fire is unlikely to spread to the rest of the room. 
There you go. Five, six hours later, yep. you can see where that wick effect's happening, right in the middle. I mean, this is it. It's a big pool of fat burrowing down with the flame. Exactly, and that's where, we start. That's where it started. That's where the, the cigarette caught fire. And the head and the trotters... Still intact. Nothing. I mean, they haven't even been touched. And the reason? Bits not covered by clothing can't become part of the wick, and they don't contain enough fat to burn by themselves. The mystery of the burned torso explained. So when the police go in and they find arms, legs and head and loads of kind of burnt ash in the middle, but the whole of the rest of the room fine, spontaneous human combustion. That isn't so spontaneous, yeah. Yeah, well at least I don't have to worry about bursting into flames anymore. Well, I think he's missing several points. Mm. Mm. It's not conclusive, I don't think. I mean, for a start, this seems to happen, and a lot of the accounts you read earlier, it seemed to happen very quickly. They weren't near source of ignition. Yeah, that's the important thing, isn't it? They yeah. weren't near sources of ignition, but that might have been recorded incorrectly. As a possibility. I mean, if you've got a cigarette and you're smoking it, you fall asleep, burns you, the cigarette's gone, isn't it? The evidence is gone. True. How do they know that you weren't even, a cigarette? Surely even drunk you'd wake up. If you Depends how drunk you are, doesn't well, it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, but you know, there are definitely it, different stages. It, it, it does mostly um, affect alcoholics, doesn't it? This, this. Um, in some cases, mm. that lady sat in her car probably wasn't. We don't know. She could have been. Well, I suppose that's true. All I was thinking was watching that video. Oh, fucking hell! That that pig burning smells great. <laughs> oh, the crackling. crackling. <laughs> oh, crackling. Oh, I'd bought today. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it is another theory of the alcoholism because it produces um, ketosis, right? Which produces acetone, which is highly flammable, apparently, and could therefore lead to apparently spontaneous combustion. Oh, low carb dieting, so don't get on the low carb <laughs> diet. Alcoholism on low carb dieting, yeah, can cause this. Told you, diets are bad for you. <laughs> it could be uh, self immolation. It's a possibility. They could have wanted to kill themselves. Yeah. All right. they or they could have done a psychic suicide. Ugh. Which was a theory proposed in one of the documentaries you watched. Psychic yes. suicide. Yes. So their subconscious mean? wants them to die. Right. They want to die, really. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just it sort of they just make it happen. Wow. Somehow. Make it so. <laughs> oh, I don't go for it. There's the, um, the chakra one, isn't there? Did you hear that one, guys? No. You've misaligned yeah. your chakras. Apparently, mm. yeah. It's... You can you hear Ben struggling <laughs> with the word chakras? You know, it's the energy at the bottom of the spine, the kundalini. So the did kundalini. You, like your chi. And apparently, if you don't release it, it can build up pressure <laughs> and explode. <laughs> You know, that, the theory. that documentary, the last five minutes, I go on about chakras and that, yeah. so you know what, off. Yeah, he, I knew you wouldn't watch off. it. Chakras. It could be true. It's bollocks, though, isn't it? Yeah, Oh, I didn't realise my chakras, so I set on fire. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> UK writer Michael Harrison suggests that it's connected to poltergeist activity. I see, I'm more okay, down than that than chakras. <laughs> no devil mentions yet? Eh? Anybody mentioned the devil yet? Nope. For no. fuck's sake. Ball lightning, we've had that. So am I literally the only person who thinks devil? 
well, I can, I'm probably more on your side for that than I am for fucking chakras and psychic suicide. <laughs> I should bloody well hope so. <laughs> I mean, we'll fuck you. Yeah. None of that business I mean, round here, will we? I mean, all right. I like I like the poltergeist theory. That's quite fun. You got some some fucking mischievous ghost who tortures you <laughs> while you sleep. That could be your fucking invisible serial killer, Gaz. Well, it's all okay. It could be linked, couldn't it? So the serial, maybe he's not a serial killer, but he is in fact a poltergeist. A time travelling poltergeist. Um, a poltergeist and a serial killer. There's no reason why he can't be both, is there? No. You know, it's in the film Frighteners. I haven't actually. Haven't you? No. It's a good film. I don't watch scary movies. It's not really a scary movie. Okay, then. It's, more of a, it's like a bit of a black comedy. Oh, okay, I'm more down for that. Um, Michael J. Fox, is it? Oh, I like him. Yeah. Yeah, he plays a psychic. Uh, he can actually see... He's good got film, two, actually. And he's got two ghost yeah. helpers. Oh, awesome. And he <laughs> sends them in to haunt the house. Right. And then he goes up and solves the problem and they pay him and that's kind of his little scam he's got going because he he's a legitimate psychic. But then this serial killer decides uh, someone beats his score and he comes back from the dead and starts killing people. Wow, okay. Um, well, and obviously he has to... Michael J. Fox has to then stop him. I went to the cinema to watch that. Oh, I didn't. I was, it was probably wow. wasn't old enough. You'll be getting a lot more of Michael J. Fox soon, Ben, when we do the uh, Back to the Future hey. the trilogy. The Back, the Back to the Future Symposium. Yes. Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. Oh, God. It's going to be fun. It's not going to be fun at all. It will be fun. It's not going to be fun. <laughs> I'm just going to sit there and watch it, like, basically watch it at gunpoint, because I have to. Oh, no, come on, that makes it sound like we're forcing you to watch one of the greatest trilogies of movies <laughs> ever made. Bullshit. All right, then. Right, back to the... Um, yeah, got one more scientific Back to the science. Cell researcher science. Lawrence Afrin, MD, posits that a rare condition called mast cell activation syndrome may be the cause of the phenomenon. Oh. Wow. Under the right circumstances, a sudden flood of norepepiphrine released from adiposed mast cells, could activate the UCP1 switch, whatever the fuck that means, That's and cause thing. heat generation in excess of 90 degrees Celsius. Wow. Once the adipose tissue was ignited, it would, in theory, burn itself out, inclusive of bone marrow. So it could be something cellular. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Yeah, so like a... That, that's more like the X-Men you know, visual that I'm trying to paint, you know, of like literally your cells from the inside burning it like, you know, you can picture it kind of like in a sci-fi movie, you know what oh, I mean, yeah. just somebody burning from the inside out, that's like a cellular thing, isn't it man, that's something deep chemical going on, because you've been zapped by the devil's dick death ray, <laughs> or something. Or Jack Nicholson's Joker's little hand buzzer. <sighs> yeah, that cooked a man. Yeah. And don't forget, in the human body, there's flammable gases. There's methane and hydrogen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Practically mini Hindenburgs yeah. turning around. I was just about to say, I want to sound proud of Saw Lads. Nobody's made it. Igniting the fart joke, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, I've never actually tried to do that. Like my own fart. <laughs> I'm just terrified that I'll just go up. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. I uh, don't want that on my tombstone. <laughs> he was a good lad, but, you know... Try to light his own father, dickhead. I don't yeah. want that to be my eulogy. Um, <laughs> Nobody wants that. No. Well, maybe 
Junk old ladies are not above trying to light their farts, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. like, it could be the reason it happened. There's one case. I think, like, I think most cases are sort of they haven't realised the the source of the external ignition. Yeah, like you say with the straw. Yeah. There's been a few cases of that in the in the book I was reading from. It's, they've gone to sleep on a straw on a, on in a, in a hay bale on top of a hay bale or in a, in a barn full of hay mm. or a straw bed, and they and he's like, well, yeah, because the bacteria underneath. Yeah. Just heats the body up. Or it could be like that one with a woman who breathed fire. She was sat next to her father who was smoking a pipe. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't take a genius to explain that he's dropped a bit of ash, a burning ember on her clothes, and she's gone up. And she just looks like she's burning. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. coming up breathing from her chest. Fire. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it looks like she's breathing fire, exactly. but she isn't, yeah. She survived that originally, like initially. She, did she died. Few days, yeah. She died after. And it's not a nice way to go, let's face it. Fire. It's not, it's not, it's not, top, of, not top of my list. No, I wouldn't choose that. I hope that if you die from fire that you actually, uh, like, pat, you asphyxiate. Do you know what I mean? Or you'll pass out quick and early. You know what I mean? I'd hope so. Like, I suppose it, early only, on into the process, I hope. The only bonus you've got is that your nerve endings get burned away pretty quick, so you're not feeling <laughs> Back in the day when they used to burn people at the stake, sometimes the family would be allowed to put a little bag of gunpowder around mm. their family member's neck. It seems a bit of a mercy. Uh, that soon died out when they realised that the gunpowder just, instead of exploding, taking their head off, the gunpowder available to the common man who could go and, you know, go and buy it wasn't very yeah, high quality. So it just tended to blast a sort of crater into your chest, <laughs> causing you more pain. So it died out quite quickly, that yeah. little trend. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh, Lord. you got to mix saltpeter with piss, haven't you? And charcoal and other yeah. stuff, yeah. But do you remember, there's a, but in that scenario, the government's got the best gunpowder. Yeah. The stuff they're sort of selling off Black the youth going hunt isn't as coarse and it's not as good. and So, yeah, it doesn't go off as... As much as you'd like it to. No. So yeah, it's um, it's not my favourite way to go. I hope this never happens to me. No, I I hope I can go my entire life avoiding the whole getting set on fire. You know. Yeah. So oh, what? Right. Oh. Are you still going for um, devil god? Devil god? Uh, no, I'm. I'm going to give my sensible answer. Is. Yes, I don't really know. I mean. Yes, that wicking theory does explain some of them, doesn't it? But yeah. it doesn't explain all of it, does it? No. There's no. still some mystery to this. I think it might there. be a mixture of a lot of them. I think it might be that multi, multi-cellular thing. Mm. It might be the wick effect. It might be uh, alcohol mixing mm. with something else. and Yeah, and it's got to be the perfect combination, hasn't it, of mm. the correct factors all to fall in line, and then it can happen. I think you're right. I think it's. I think it might be the booze that mixes with something else. I remember we're full of gases as well. The wick effect, I think, only comes into account when you're being burned. Yeah. I don't think that's the cause of it. Yeah. Again, like I think just maybe if you just get really hot, if you're an alcoholic and you're constantly soused in alcohol, because you know you're drunk, you're spilling out over yourself. Yeah. Some chemical reaction in the body. Yeah, ketosis. Which is highly flammable. Yeah. Which is acetone. Halitosis. And then some. Maybe there is some. There's got to be some spark of ignition. I think some of them 
Psychic suicide. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You never know. I mean, cigarettes, pipes, things like that. I mean, if you've had a skin full, I suppose it's on your breath, isn't it? It's true. You know, it's it's. So breathe on it. Inhale a cigarette. No, not in the actual cigarette. In inhale the heat of a cigarette. That ignites your fiery alcoholic halitosis breath. And it's all, it's just a recipe for disaster, isn't it? Yeah. And you breathe in the fire, and you 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 ignite from from the inside, and all your loved ones find is a little pile of of you with your feet. So make sure, always make sure you put your best socks on, because you never know when you're going to spontaneously combust. This is and very you, true. And you don't want to be found in a shitty old pair with holes in them and everything. That's most of my work socks. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much all my socks. Um, oh, we're having best socks to come here into the podcast because we're live. Lots of holes in them. <laughs> I don't think anyone with a foot fetish is watching. You never know, guys. You never know. <laughs> you wish. But you don't know. I don't know who our listeners are. Don't meet them. What if it's some old dude with a foot fetish? Well, he's not seeing me feet, then, is he? <laughs> he's gonna be so. He's gonna be denied his wank. Some ninety-year-old. <laughs> We concluded that then. Yeah, it's yes. a mystery, which yeah, as a good mystery should be. Yeah, it remains unsolved. That's it, mate. Because mysteries are shit when they get solved. Well, they they sort <laughs> of cease. Mysteries. Yeah, they cease in their sort of main function as uh, that we want from them, don't they? I don't know. I think we've got a few explanations are possible. Yeah, but still possible explanations, and until we can get it, to get out there and do some science on it and prove it. But maybe someone that wants to die, <laughs> then. Well, I, I could be spontaneous then, unless it's psychic suicide, which you didn't believe in. No, 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 no. He no, said no, someone no, wants no, to die. No. Someone who's open to this way of going, but doesn't, you know, and then we say, okay. If it's spontaneous, how can they. Because we'll set up the surroundings and we'll do some tests. What, set them on fire? It's yeah. spontaneous, <laughs> then, isn't it? We'll get them pissed, we'll give them a cigarette and see how it goes. <laughs> It's not psychic suicide, let's put it that way. Let's kidnap some Tories and burn them. Who's it, tourists then? No. Let's kidnap some Tories. Tories, Tories, okay. and, uh, and uh, we'll burn them. I think we'd probably get arrested under the Terrorism Act pretty quickly. Yeah, that was a joke, actually. I <laughs> forget this is a podcast. Uh, it's not just us three talking to no. each other. As much as we'd like to burn Tories, we're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... We would like to, but we're not going to. Who's your number one? Are we? Tory? Yeah, the one who want to get burned. Oh, I thought you meant slap my number one, like, which one am I a fan of? No, no, no one's a fan. <laughs> my number one Tory would I like to burn? Ian Duncan Smith. Ooh. Ooh that's what he did to the disabled and the, and the fucking... Um, the poor people with illnesses and shit. I'm going to go with... He didn't do anything particularly wrong, he just annoyed the fuck out of me. William Hague. Oh yeah, creepy little child star politician. He wants to be a child Tory star. Tory boy politician. He was. He was. He was like seventeen, wasn't he? Guys? Yeah, he was like, you know, he was like the Justin Bieber of the politics world. Like, oh, I see what you mean. You remember you know, Harry Enfield? Yeah, he was Tory boy, wasn't He's he? Based oh, on him, yeah. yeah. You see him standing up and giving these speeches as a young kid. Yeah, yeah right. He was indoctrinated from birth. Yeah, oh, of course yes. they all are, aren't they? Oh, yeah. The wealthy, aren't they? They're not going to put a are they? Uh, no. 
I have always wanted to be. You know that he fucking lived A Terry politician I used to <laughs> masturbate furiously. <laughs> Mine's Reese Mug. You I, masturbate furiously to Reese Mug. <laughs> no, I just burn him. I don't think anyone ever has. Even, even the most homosexual of homosexuals has ever looked at him and gone, oh, no one. Look at that Victorian cunt. Obviously his wife must have. No, come yeah, on. He's got like fucking six or no. seven kids, hasn't so he? So it doesn't mean nothing. She, she didn't marry him because she f- fucking attracted to him. It's a fucking... They, they have like a caste system when you're in that level of society. It's all fucking arranged. It's like, he can only marry certain, like... There's oh, only yeah, because... Certain fucking all, daughters that all, let him marry. As well, remember, they've all been inbred over that yeah, long. Yeah, you've really. got to keep the wealth... You're like, the, all right, well, we haven't married one of that family for a couple of hundred years, so we should yeah. be all right. And you've got to marry... So... You know, they just pop out the kids. They marry for breeding and for money purposes. They don't yeah, it's very work. true. There's no love involved. Yeah, no, There's no love in a Tory's heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, even children are mere necessary incumbents. Oh, my God. Oh, bless. I read an article where it said that children have been seen eating out of bins and eating loo paper to stave off hunger. Oh. Eating out of bins, important survival guide for post-Brexit Britain. Oh, yeah. Well, we did it soon. <laughs> we had to punch the kids to get the best scraps. <laughs> well, it'd be alright, but Tesco's put fucking locks on their bins and cooking the police come if you get caught fucking trying to get in them. How mental's that? Yeah, shocking, isn't it? <sighs> oh, well. Don't spontaneously combust if you could avoid it, guys. Yeah. Really don't. Yeah, but if you do know someone that's spontaneously combusted... <laughs> yeah, get in touch with us. Yeah. Obviously, the person who combusted can't. They might have survived. Um, uh, well, it's not much of an internal, spontaneous human combustion, is it, if they survive? Oh, no, but... But, yeah, I know you say. If, if they're just a head okay. on a stick. <laughs> 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 or a head in a jar. <laughs> in a jar. If Probably was, better. Future armour style. Yeah. If it was a close call or something, like, let us know. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. And also, just messages, any, any suggestions for shows or weird news articles? Interact with us. <laughs> we demand it. <laughs> we demand it. We're all lonely. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I still want interaction. It's fun. Unless you're being a dick, then I definitely don't. Because you no. know how my interactions online usually end up then. <laughs> no, we have to give you your, your, <laughs> your, your, your media badge back now, haven't you? Yeah, I've learned to deal with the, uh, with the dickheads on the page. No, there's no dickheads on the page. You're all wonderful. Oh, shit. I've ruined it. Can I have my badge back? <laughs> <laughs> no, give me your badge. <laughs> give me your badge and your gun. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute, you never gave me my gun. Oh yeah, I've still got that. Just oh. give us your badge back. <laughs> give us your social media gun. Oh. Alright then. So, that's it then, is it? Is that spontaneous combustion? Yeah, some I think can be explained, some I think are possibly still mysteries. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. I'm going for I'm going for Gaz's theory, fucking. Ooh, serial killing Serial killing poltergeist who can time travel. <laughs> Just point at people and set them on fire from the inside out. No, he's a poltergeist, he just gets a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, there you go, we've explained it. Can we track down that BBC bloke and see what he did with that pig? Because I've got a real hankering for some crackling right now. Yeah, that looked good, man. Mmm. Right then. Just lost our vegan. Listeners. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I'm I sure they'll no. sure tell us they're a vegan, it well, won't matter. Just, just to try and win some of them back, or the vegetarian ones, I've had spicy bean burgers all weekend. 
There you go. I'm a good person. Alright. They're not making they called a burger if there's no meat in them. Well, technically, burger doesn't need burgers like a shape. It's I'm a sorry, thing, they don't get it? the shapes if there's no meat in it. It's a thing. Should we call it something else? A spicy bean shape. Pate. Should we, should we call it a patty? But it doesn't affect you in Pate any... Pate different. It doesn't a affect patty. you in any way, shape, or form. Is this really worth being stressed about? Yes. Okay, <laughs> and this is why you will die in your early 30s on a bus... You your face. <laughs> well, we're not fair. It's a past my early thirties. Oh, yeah. I'm in forties. Am I? Wait, am I dead? <laughs> I sometimes think that I'm <laughs> dead and this is hell. <laughs> I think you may need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> there is a strong argument am I a, apparently. Am I a ghost? That the world ended in whenever. Well, 2012. No, no, this is hell. Is it 2012? And like, yeah. Yeah. When CERN switched that Hadron Collider on. That's it. That's when things and started getting screwy. The world actually ended and we're now living in hell. Yeah. Something like that. Great, isn't it? Bastards. <laughs> yeah. Fucking scientists. Wait, so you two can see me. Can anyone else see me, do you think? Nah. Am I actually... <laughs> what, are you walking around and people just ignoring me? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why it took me ages to get served in a shop the other day. That's nothing to do with being bad in, customer service. It's nothing to do with being invisible, it's just your social status. <laughs> and I'm the same, so, you know, I'm in the same boat. Have you ever seen that film Jacob's Ladder? I haven't. Oh, not it. for a long, oh, long, long time. It's a movie. movie Isn't yeah. it a really fucked up movie? Yeah, it's great, yeah. man. Yeah. Basically, I won't give it away. You might as well. Yeah. Well, basically, he's, uh, he's dead and he's... Yeah. Because he's trying to hold on to his former life. It's getting harder and harder, and he just needs to let go and let yeah. it all sort of. Is it like a more fucked up version of Ghost then? Uh, Patrick Swayze can't let go, but he keeps coming back. Something like that. And then he gets busted. How much so, better would that film have been if the Ghostbusters had <laughs> been? Infinitely. Yeah. Should we do some weird news? Let's do it. Yep. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Alligator spotted scaling high fence at US military airbase, so if the alligators can get in, I'm pretty sure that those Naruto runners can get in at Area 51. Or maybe we need to, they need to recruit some alligators to go in the first wave. <laughs> oh, well, that would be a pretty fucking awesome way to do it then, wouldn't it, to be fair? If you could brain chip like a few hundred alligators <laughs> yeah, exactly. and remote control them and they just swarm the defences, that'd be fucking awesome. Absolutely epic. And they've snapped a picture of the crocodile scaling the fence, which is quite horrific. It's not much of a fence, though, for, for a military base, is it? That is actually a terrifying image, though, isn't yeah. it? You don't want to see crocodiles doing things like that. So leave me alone. They're dinosaurs. A large alligator been captured on video climbing over a fence at a US military airbase. In the footage, the reptile can be seen clawing its way up a fence at the Naval Air Station in Jacksonville, Florida. Once it reaches the top, it flops its body over the other side and walks away. <laughs> you don't think that's much of a fence? <laughs> yeah, it's like four foot high? Yeah, it was still, I just don't want them, alligators in particular, climbing anything. Do you know what I mean? That's but, true. The base said in a Facebook post, if you are new to Florida or have been here for years, when you see water, assume an alligator could be in it. We have several on the base and they don't respect our security measures. <laughs> <laughs> I 
On a serious side, of course, always be aware with small children and pets. Golfers, be aware and watch where you stick your hands and do not approach them ever. I disagree. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tame a gator. <laughs> now as a pet, bring it round to the podcast with it. Are you race for him, eh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, That's why it's the name, man. What a guy. Yeah, look, it'll be alive. Yeah, so alligators basically are making a mockery of US naval airbase security. <laughs> well, I'm glad it's them and not terrorists. Yeah, but terrorists are going to see that and go, oh, oh these are strap bombs to alligators. Yeah. They're going to have to cull the alligators. It's the only sensible thing. Is it? <laughs> it might be a slightly knee-jerk reaction. It was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> All right, well, what's the next one then? Animal-related. Woman finds spider eating a bat in her front yard. Oh, that's horrific. <laughs> that's nightmare fuel. A Texas woman had to do a double take the other day to make sure she was walking around. Round in a yard and not the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> That's because she found a giant spider eating a bat and it got trapped in its web. Fucking hell! This is nightmare cocaine. Well, so, if uh, it can catch a bat, in theory, I could potentially get stuck in it if the web was big enough. That is not cool, man. Nothing about that is cool. Annette, can I get stuck in it? Annette Alans Guajardo of Potite, Texas, took a video of the feasting demon while walking <laughs> on a ranch property. By the time she got to the web, the bat was already dead and having its warm mammal innards sucked out oh. by the arachnid, whose hide is as yellow as the flaming void it crawled out. <laughs> oh. The video is gross. The whole thing is gross. But we are sick people, so here it is for your view. <laughs> and it's unavailable. It's, it's unavailable. <laughs> there is a still, and it is horrific. Yeah. Why would Some you big want ass to? spider. That is. That's right. You know, <laughs> I'm. Retreating, walking backwards slowly, yeah, when I see that yeah. thing, all the way back to my barn, because I'm on a ranch, and then I'm bringing in my flamethrower, <laughs> and I am torching the entire building that thing is on. Yeah. I'm going to spontaneously combust that building using a flamethrower. You're an arachnophobe, then, are you? I am not a fan. I'm not the biggest fan. If I, I saw like that thing, I, I like him, I don't mind him. I'd leave the house. That, that come on though, Mike. That's, that's yeah, fucking, that's something different. That is that's, I mean, it's that's a, demon fuel. Yeah, that. Like, I mean, I want to go to spiders. The spiders in Britain. I don't like. I don't think I'd like tarantula or anything like no. that. No, I don't want something like that no. hanging around where I live. That's a bit horrific. Well, Chester, eat Chester. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, today it's a bat. Tomorrow it's a cat. A small dog. Eventually, a small horse. A small horse. <laughs> Eventually, yeah, all right, a chihuahua. Or a pug? Well, it's got no chance, has it? You know, the spider's bigger than a chihuahua. Look oh, at the size no. of it. Exactly. That's what I mean. It's, bats aren't exactly the smallest things. Some oh, of them. I mean, imagine yeah. the ones in Texas are bigger than the ones we have over here. Yeah. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the fucking bats and spiders. Yeah, it's literally, literally their like state slogan. Yeah, everything's yeah. bigger in Texas. Look, I'm fat in Texas. When you cross the border, your penis grows three inches. <laughs> I'm moving to Texas. So yours will be four. Hey, <laughs> hey, boom, boom. Be minus six. <laughs> well, you lost yours. It's travelling yeah, around yeah, in another yeah. dimension. <laughs> it's an interdimensional penis now. It is. It's saving far from galaxies <laughs> and tyrannical regimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping with princesses. Yeah. It's a shame you're not attached to it. Yeah. 
Hopefully I get the download all in one go. <laughs> Multi Then you spontaneously <laughs> yeah. What a way to go, Mike. Yeah. There's no way you're surviving that. Uh, Forty thousand orgasms in one go. <laughs> Head explodes. Yeah. Rest of your body just goes up in yeah. flames. My balls will go first. <laughs> and my head. It was worth it! <laughs> the experiment is a success! <laughs> Woof! Oh, At least your sofa will be alright. Uh, I, I don't like that piece of news. It makes me want to be. <laughs> makes me want to flame <coughs> I mean, genuinely nightmare, nightmare fuel. Oh well, don't live in Texas like you said. Boom, it's simple. Yeah. Sorry for all you Texans. I'm literally have a, a, a film of of grimy sweat upon my brow. I'm that hot. Just thought I'd let you all know. It's alright. Go for it. Oh, am I reading this? Yep. That's why you were both staring at me. Yes. <laughs> Man 26 pays woman £100 to give him a wedgie in public as part of fetish. Okay. Yeah. The man who wants his identity to be shrouded in secrecy believes his unusual fetish started when bullies carried out the act on him at school. Did he get aroused? The Camberwell resident, who wants to be referred to as Bobby, particularly likes being given a wedgie by women in crowded places. He told my London, It is the perfect combination of humiliation, domination and pain. The 26-year-old explained, It is difficult to say when the thought of the wedgie shifted from nightmare being given them by bullies to something that I now like. It is fair to say that I enjoyed a fair amount of wedgies growing up. My school was pretty brutal. Willing to bet it was a fucking private school. I was going to say wedgies. I actually got my head kicked in, you little fucking fanny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nobody pulled my pants up my bum. They punched my fucking head repeatedly till it bled. Yeah. In all fairness, I'd have taken the wedgie yeah. over the beating any day of the week. Oh, we had a thing in our school. It was head first in the bin. Oh, no, it never happened to me, thankfully. No, nor me. Oh, yeah, so but you, quite went, you went to Uber school, didn't you? Well, I, went Uber to a gram school. I went to grammar school. Mm. Yeah, Mark's actually part of the ruling elite. But, get this, by the time I got there, the rules had changed. Because mm. it was it was fair game. It was like, look, if you're a first year, mm. you piss off a sixth form or a fifth year, yeah, you you're going to get your head in the bin. You <laughs> went to teach you, they, they wouldn't do anything. They'd be like, oh, you know. What did you do Character to building. the head in the bin? Yeah, exactly. But... Obviously, like PC and all this, and times change. By the time I got to the fifth year, you couldn't do it. No, man. All you, all you could do was give them what was called a bill's will. A bill's will? Yeah. Which basically. It's a blowjob. No. <laughs> I'm just thinking it was a private school at all. The guy who founded it, you have to. There's a, like a long will, and you have to copy out like so, so many pages of it. So you'd say like six pages on bill's will. And you had the power to do that? Prefects did, yeah. I what? wasn't a prefect, I didn't. Fuck Bill's yeah. well. Why didn't you become a prefect? Because I wasn't square enough. Didn't suck enough teachers. Do you want to know something? I was actually a prefect. I was a prefect. Because really, you yeah. just went, I'd like to be a prefect. Yeah. So you went first in the line for dinner yeah. and could roam around the school at lunchtime, whereas ordinary students couldn't. Or they had to get permission. We could just sort of trot about. Yeah, but it involved doing a lot of school activities. Oh no, not for us. Oh, for no, us we just had a different colour tie. Your prefect had yeah. to go to all open days. 
all this oh, sort of shit. Yeah, you do the oh, opening yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. that. So it's take, yeah, yeah. I, I seem to remember taking like a family round on like the open night yeah, when they're trying to get the kids to come to, to school and that. But yeah, other than that, and we didn't really do a lot. I just wanted to get in and get out as quickly as possible, to be fair. I didn't want to be stuck after school yeah. doing shit. Well, I just saw that sort of thing that was going on, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that concludes, doesn't it? Or did I yeah. not oh, finish it? Yeah, that's it. Hang on, hang on. I want to read this quote. All right. I remember on one occasion in particular, at the end of the term, age about 15, and I was hoisted up onto a tree branch by my underwear and left there. I remember a group of girls just stood there laughing at me <laughs> and then went on the way to class. To add insult to injury, I had to be helped down by the teachers. Uh, I wish I hadn't had such strong underwear. I can't say that occasion was when the fetish started, but I certainly vividly remember the group of girls. So, right. I'd imagine that's probably when it started. Well, yeah, he yeah. to a tree branch by your underwear. <laughs> the fuck was he wearing? This sounds made up to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's too much. That's what used to happen in the dandy and the beano, isn't it? Yeah. You get hung off a, a tree. You know Pretty what I mean? much. Yep. Uh, okay, so let's play F Never Go Full Alex, the favourite game show in this flat. Basically, Mike picks a couple of random weirdos from the internet, and then he pits them against the arch saint of insanity himself, Alex Jones. Uh, the winner is who goes most... Insane. Well, most insane this week, or says the most weird thing, mm -hmm. or... Who we decide generally to be the fucking most full of shit half the time, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Let's every, face it. Every now and then someone just goes spectacularly, you know, that they really go for it on the bananas stakes, you know what I mean? Usually Alex. Well, we'll see. He has been, um, he's been out fucking mentaled a couple yeah, of times. He's been out mentaled a few times. He's, he hasn't had it easy recently. My favourite one was last week, Rick Wiles. I think fucking, that was great. Mm. It's alright to go a little bit Alex, though. <laughs> You know, quarter Alex, half Alex, three quarters Alex on train, but never, ever go full Alex. Ever. Were you trying to get crazy with this, eh? Don't you know I'm loco? Alright, so who we got first? First up, newcomer Francis Miles. Right. Going about the bloody scapegoat and the battle for 2020. Battle for 2020 sounds like a fucking awesome sci fi film. <laughs> I think he just means a presidency. Yeah. And this is a black guy less um, awesome. advocating <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Alright, let's see what he's got to say. What was the vision God gave you about President Trump? Oh, this is a big one. Huh? And the battle for the White House in 2020, the coming up. I want to just, this is important for Christians everywhere. I had a vision that shook me, Pastor Jim, to the core of my being. Uh, I had this vision before the mass shootings. It was about, I believe it was last, it was about maybe seven days ago. I was, uh, I was uh, in prayer in my house and spending time with the Lord. When all of a sudden, <laughs> you I had here? a clear cut open vision. That's what I tell you earlier I'm vision, doing in the bathroom. I saw a goat. <laughs> I saw a goat, and the goat, the goat was blooded. It had blood all over it. it everywhere it, it, it would move, it would leave footprints of blood that were footprints of blood. It had so much blood that it, it had so much blood on it, you can hardly even see the skin of the goat. 
But then I looked at the eyes, the eyes, there was innocence in the eyes. And I said, God, I looked at this God, but there was, I could see innocence in the eyes. And I said, Lord, what are you trying to show me? He said to me, Francis, this is the battle for 2020. He said to me, he said to me that the cabal that rule America, who have tried to get Trump out of the White House, because they tried to stop him from winning, and they've tried to get him out of office since then, and their hopes were hanging on the Mura report. And we found out that the Mura report was nothing but a dart. They realized that when the Mura, when Mura uh, came before Congress and, and it became clear, Mula knew less about the Mura report That's right. than anybody right. in that whole place. Shocking. It became clear Shocking. that Mula never wrote that report. Yeah. It became clear that this thing is not going to go anywhere. So the Lord said to me, see this God? I said, yes. He said to me, he says, this strategy that, that is, the enemy is about to use against Trump to stop him from having another four years is a double-edged strategy. He says, because this time, it's coming from the underworld and from the political establishment. I said, what do you mean? He said to me, a sacrifice has been made in the demonic world. <laughs> and the new strategy is going to be to make Donald Trump bloody, the bloodiest president in American history. He says, how, Lord? He says, they are going to make him the scapegoat for every bloodshed that happens in America till 2020. Oh, my goodness. He said, look at the goat. He's blooded. It's not his blood. It has been put on him by those who want to make the God look guilty for things the God did not do. That's the innocence you see in the eyes. Is the innocence of this man. Oh. Right, so he's chilling out with the Lord at home, having a beer, possibly smoking a joint. Spending time with the Lord. Yeah. He's wearing a fucking golden lion pendant around his neck. Spent some time with the Lord. I did that twice today while they were all out at the park. <laughs> cast or no cast. <laughs> pretty cool, actually, because I could just balance my smartphone in the crook of my elbow. <laughs> I'm joking, of course, if you're listening, darling. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, back to the big, big, big gold lion. Yeah, he's he's making some money, isn't he? Yeah, if that's real, it's worth fuck loads of money. I wouldn't yeah. like to guess how much. I mean, fuck loads. So, yeah, I mean, think I was about to say it probably isn't. But I don't know who he is. It might be. Does does this guy own a super church somewhere? Probably. Is he? You know, it could well be a solid gold giant lion's head hanging around his neck, <laughs> and he's telling us who to vote for. Because he saw a bloodied goat. Yeah. With innocent eyes. Yeah, innocent eyes. It has to be Trump. How do eyes look innocent? I mean, they can look happy, they can look sad, you know, angry. Can they look innocent? Isn't that more of an abstract concept? God seems to really like Donald Trump, considering Trump doesn't really believe in him, doesn't he? All these fucking pastors keep getting a lot of messages. Did you see when somebody asked him what was his favourite Bible verse the other day and he's like something, he basically said like, oh, I'm a big fan of all of them. Yeah, they're great. all pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, are you more of an Old Testament or New Testament? I'm kind of 50-50, you know. <laughs> yeah, you've never fucking looked at it, mate. <laughs> you... <laughs> they, then they asked him for his favourite and he was like, oh, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to upset anybody. Like, you can't figure even like a sentence from it. 
Even I could be like, oh, what the fuck does he say in Pulp Fiction? Oh, I will the bring path you... of the righteous man is beset on all sides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, at least go, well, Genesis is all right, isn't it? In the beginning, <laughs> man created, God created heaven and the earth. As I walk through the shadow of the valley of death. That's it. Yeah. yeah. As I walk through the shadow of the valley of death. I mean, God, see, that's, that's a Coolio lyric. I'll take a look at my life and realise there's nothing left. I've been laughing and blessing so long that even my mother thinks that my mind is gone. But I never killed a man who didn't deserve it. You'd be treated like a punk, you know, that's something you know. Thanks to impromptu hip-hop tribute to Coolio. Have you ever heard Weird Al's version? Oh, yeah, it's actually my favourite version, Amish Paradise. My homies agree I really look good in black, y'all. Yeah. Weird Al. So, yeah, this guy. Oh, we'll save it for the end. Yeah. Okay, start. Good start. Another new coming next, E.W. Jackson. Says gay people are turning the church into a hunting ground for predators. I think he was probably going on a long time before <laughs> that was happening, but fair enough. Churches. Churches. Letting homosexuals in there to perform because it puts, excuse me, butts in the seat so they can make money. And these guys who are coming in are molesting the kids. Yep. And leadership is turning their head. It's like, oh. Okay, I guess that's all right. And it's been going on for decades. I'm sorry. I'm like, yeah. What? You know, my father, uh, for my, he wasn't a church goer, but there was a church nearby, and I would attend that church because my foster parents did take me to church. And my father found out that they had hired a man who he knew to be a homosexual. And he forbade me from going any further. Yeah. Now, here again, that, that's fatherhood, see? Yeah. No, you're not going over there, <laughs> you know, because I don't want you in or around that. Right. And, and here again, that, that protection is so critically needed because you're right. There are predators out there. They've been out there for a long, long and time. They're in the church. And they're in the church. Yeah. They're in. In fact, they're being brought into the church in some cases because they're talented yes. or they're gifted. And, and this, this, their, their, their sexuality is being completely ignored and they're turning the church into a hunting ground yes. for predators. That's right. Hasn't this been going on for like... Hundreds of years. Yeah. Probably 2,000 years since the church has actually founded the Christian church. And they gave that rule of the priest when they get married. I mean, and he says, oh yeah, yeah, I, 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 my dad never went to church. My foster family would go. And then my dad found out there was a homosexual in there and he said, no, 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 you're not going there anymore. He goes, that's, that's fatherhood. You can't have been that much of a father, mate. You live with a fucking foster family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a reason you're not living with him. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking idiot. He didn't see the irony of that, did he? No. I also think it might be a case of the lady doth protest too much. Yeah. You know? It usually is with these fuckers. The ones who point the fingers usually tend to be the ones fucking doing it, don't they, so... Yeah. So, uh, oh, this will be interesting. Alex Jones explains sex magic. Ooh. <laughs> Subject close to our hearts. Yeah. We all love a bit of sex magic. Thought you like this one, guys. 20s and 30s, they ran government operations before the OSS 
even existed, where they engaged in what you call witchcraft. But it wasn't witchcraft like a lady with a black hat and a, and a, and a broom. That's what women would do when they would take hallucinogens and then put the broom between their legs as a form of sex magic running around a fire masturbating. <laughs> all of this is, ladies and gentlemen. Period. And I'm an expert because I study history. You study history, it's all right there. So there it is, hiding in plain view. <laughs> so they would take LSD. Yeah. And use the broom to uh, get themselves off. Why a broom, Alex? Because he studied history, guys. Uh, <laughs> run around masturbating in front of the fire. I presume grinding themselves against the broom between their legs, running around the fire. And he's an expert because he studied history. Yeah. <laughs> well, he comes at me some shit, doesn't he? I've studied history, but I've never came across that one. No, I don't know what history books he's been no. reading. <laughs> well, it's the, the right-wing Republican history uh. books, aren't they? They're the ones that... Native Americans actually existed. America was empty before the white people got there. That kind of stuff. Wow. The Garden of Edens in America. It's all, it's all batshit insane. Short one from Alex. Short and sweet. Seems very confident of what he's saying. <laughs> Let's go back to the first one. It's Francis Mars, the bloody scapegoat in the battle for 2020. And really expect the lunacy to go through the roof the closer we get to that election. That's going to give us some great material. Oh, yeah. Because all these guys, that was, um, oh, who was he speaking to there? We've had him on before. Jim, Jim Baker. Jim Baker. Jim Baker. Jim Baker. One of the two. Chewbacca. <laughs> he's as batshit insane as they come. I mean, he's a former winner of this show. He's obviously now got this protege, and of course, he's presumably young, gifted, and black. So, hey, I'm not a racist. Look, I've got this black guy on. Uh, young, gifted, and black, just like Trump. Hey. <laughs> And of course, remember that they don't want to paint Trump as a racist. So if you get a black guy saying this, all of a sudden, of course, it's all right, isn't it? It's all right by me. They love an Uncle Tom, don't they? Right? Ooh. Is that a politically correct term now? The Uncle Tom thing? Is it? I don't know. Idea. I'm not saying. I don't know. I've heard it. Yeah. Been banded about. But it's um. Yeah. It's just. It's from a book, isn't it? Yeah. Uncle Tom's cabin. Yeah, but you got to be careful because you can't say fucking anything anymore, you retarded fucking tranny. You <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Mike. <laughs> it's just two of the things I could think of that you're not allowed to say anymore. You call him Mike a retarded yeah. tranny? Well, I haven't got a cock. Well, well, <laughs> I am a bit thick. <laughs> so he's probably got a point. Well, as long as you're happy with but it. Yeah, technically I am calling him that, but I'm not calling him that. I just wanted to say retard and tranny. Because they're the first two banned words I could think of. Well, they weren't, but there's one that nobody ever says, is there? Because it was always banned. It's not one of the new banned ones. Yeah. So don't say it. Never say it. <laughs> Never say it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know which one you're on about. Actually. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. <laughs> That's not good down this road. Second guy, E.W. Jackson says a gay people are turning the church into hunting ground for predators. Well, how does he explain all them Catholic priests? Are they gay? <laughs> well, technically he's right, but what he's wrong about yeah. is that they're not being recruited in. They're already there. They're the fucking priests. They're the fucking... Well, that's because he's saying, oh, well, the leadership... They're just like, oh, okay, turning a blind eye to it. <laughs> Probably because they're like... more kids than anybody. Like, well, we're doing it. I mean... Uh, that's it, isn't it? I mean, child molestation and stuff is, is rife in the church. We know it. Yeah. So he's blaming the gays that are coming to church now. No, mate. 
Right. I don't know, really, if you were a homosexual male or female, why would you would want to go to church when they seem quite intent on telling you you're a, you're a sinful and you're going to hell? Uh, do all churches? I don't know. Well, I suppose it's the kind of church he goes to. Evangelicals, probably, yeah. I mean, church of England's pretty nothing, is it? I mean, I don't know, they don't care. I don't think so. Yeah. It's not really a religion, is it? Well, we just... passed the law now, haven't we? You gave yeah. the church. Church of England. Hey, Jesus, you cat! <laughs> Get a part of Stella, Jesus. <laughs> More like, uh, hello, Jesus. Yeah, but the only other people you see going to church nowadays are the elderly. Uh, elderly, incredibly... Lepers. Uh, <laughs> Lepers? It's a big um, leper colony in Dorley. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They just all look like that. Oh, They're actually yeah. lepers. Oh, they were. Uh, don't talk about Ben's friends like hmm. that. Or close friends. They just look like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to have bits missing. <laughs> they all do. Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Dolly. Just another part of me. You know what? Well, it was the old Michael Jackson joke. He found his nose in his pocket. <laughs> I don't know. It's just another part of me. You know, weirdly, the church, like, last Easter, the church by me, like, went fucking whole hog on it. On leprism? No, no, on oh. Easter. Oh. I mean, I didn't see all of it, but I was walking through there with the dog, and like you had two guys dressed up as Roman soldiers with a little fire on the go. You had a big cross down the bottom. They built a little stone tomb and everything. I was like, it's a bit fucking much, isn't it? Especially for the people of fucking Dorney. No offence, Ben, but I mean, <laughs> how many of them know who Jesus is? Well, he's a bloke who owns a fucking local shop in the ice street, isn't he? Well, I mean, which, <laughs> when, when, when does the Easter Bunny come in? <laughs> well, this is it. <laughs> uh, this is boring. Dead blokes on sticks. Yeah, <laughs> they've kept the cross up as punishment for certain minor traffic offences now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I mean, I'm struggling this week. I think the first guy's got it. For me. Yeah, probably. Just the way he casually said, I was spending time with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right. for me he's got it. Yeah. Alex is a close second. Yeah, the other guy's just a bit of a bigot, isn't he? Yeah. And I, I suspect that he's probably a bit jealous that he's not molesting as many kids as some people. Yeah, I suspect so. I suspect he touches kids, allegedly. Yeah, okay, first man. It's quite an elaborate sort of thing, that, vision that he had, wasn't it, with the goat and the blood? Yeah. And yeah. The, but they really do love Trump, don't they? I mean, yeah. and now I seem to recall from the Bible. There's going to be, uh, it's not going to be the, the chosen one, the, the second coming. Before you get him, you get the Antichrist. And everyone thinks he's the second coming. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think they're all falling into their own trap. Ooh, some would argue I that think Osama bin Laden, Osama, I mean, <laughs> fuck, I'm a Trump supporter. Obama was um, the... Uh, because he was, was the that? 44th president. Well, no, he was seen as, like you just said, they thought he was a second coming, you know, like he's our saviour, yeah. old Obama, Saint Obama, but he could have been, you know, I mean, he blew up a lot of schools as well. Well, he did. He wasn't a saint, mm. but... Same. He was quite a killy president, wasn't he? But, I don't but he was really good at them speeches, so nobody cared, and he did jokes in his speeches, yeah. so it didn't matter that he blew up hospitals and schools and weddings and things like he that. He got a fucking Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> for ramping up the fucking drone programme. Killed more people yeah, and Tony than any Blair. other president. But St Tony Blair was fucking Middle Eastern peace envoy after he'd set a large chunk <laughs> on fire. I'm patron of Save the Children. I'm pa- <laughs> <you> know, <I'm laughs> Save the Children. 
Not the brown ones, don't tell me. Not the brown ones. Fuck me. Save the children, unless, of course, their father's own oil. <laughs> Bombs away. <laughs> We're going to get a lot more of this in mm. the next... Well, I don't even know when... The, well, in the, the next year, I don't know what month they're in. But oh, expect, um, expect a lot of this to be featuring. I've got Trump fatigue. I'm not even tired of him, I'm tired of everyone talking about him, but I understand no one can stop talking about him because he keeps just being stupid and stupid. Oh, yeah. I actually think he's going senile. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do think, think as well, though, there are, some, as well. there are some <laughs> cases of people winding themselves up too much and feverishly looking for everything. You know when he called himself the chosen one the other day? Yeah. It's being painted. Now, I only saw it at first through uh, news articles. And it's sort of being painted as, like, he's losing the plot, he's literally declaring to the world that he's the chosen one. But in context, he is kind of joke. he's kind of just saying, like, I'm, I'm going to sort China out, I'm the chosen one to sort China out. Yeah, but it's not, he may be, alright, he might not be joking, but I don't think it's the way, you know, the way it's been painted as, like, he's literally turned into a megaloma megalomania. What do you mean turned into? Yeah, <laughs> he's well, always been one. I know, look, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, I just think, like, I think that... People winding themselves up too much over uh, over the shit he says. Fuck him, he'll be gone soon, hopefully. Hopefully. Well, it depends. They put him against who gets put against him, doesn't it? If it's Bernie, then yes. Actually, in the polls, all in the top four beating him. Really? Yeah, Biden, Bernie, Warren, and Kamala. They should give it to Bernie, to be fair. He deserves it after being cheated last time. Well, he, yeah. Well, Watch the um They'll do it again. Oh Fahrenheit eleven nine is it? Michael Moore goes on a bit Bernie and the and the Republican the Democrat primaries are basically how he was effectively just cheated out of it. And Hillary got it. Mm. Yeah, it's improving. She's not going again, is she? No. So yes. Ah oh, well, fuck him. That guy wins. Yeah. <laughs> she finish on the Sunday sport? Let's I don't do it. I don't <laughs> I don't we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be the first, Mike, and we won't be the last. <laughs> I feel fucking terrible buying this every time. I go to the shop of the road. I always have a chat to the if the same person's on the counter because I've been going in there for every Sunday now for, while we've been doing the podcast. I'm well over here and buying beer and Pringles. And... All of a sudden, I started buying that, and it's like I feel quite ashamed of this. <laughs> ah, it could be worse. Could be angling times. That's true. So go on then, Mike. Okay, the headlines this week. Bong, Ferrari babe flashes her gash on Spanish holiday. Okay. <laughs> Bong, bonking Boris betrays Britain. PM offered to chuck Brexit. For a go on Macron's wife. <laughs> I think that's the truest thing they've ever printed. Probably. Isn't it? <laughs> if you want to get through to Boris, that's probably the best yeah. way to do it. Yeah. Bloody good bothering. <laughs> it's a fast and the fucking furious inside. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that, listener. Bong, pants thief jailed over a street wank. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, listen, I should point out, this is the Sunday Sport. It is a legitimate newspaper in Britain. It's just tits and fake news. Yeah. <laughs> what news? Bong. Megan wears polar bear slippers and Harry clubs baby seals when he's crossed. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a supply of them, I'd imagine. <laughs> just out the back. 
This is a headline. Bong wank holiday. Instead <laughs> of bank holiday. Go on, read the first couple of lines of that one. Bosses at British sex toy company Lalo give staff in its UK office four days of extra annual leave just to stay at home and furiously masturbate. Wow. <laughs> Are they recruiting by any chance? <laughs> bong, World War II bomb explodes in Perv's face as he sniffs dog turds on the beach. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing that bomb had been there for 70 years and never got off before until... Some oh. chap the size of lean down and sniff that, a dog turd. Is that the biggest dog shit I've ever seen? Or a World War II fucking bum? <laughs> He's so blinded by his desperation to go. <laughs> oh, I've been there, what can I say? We've all had cummer's remorse. <laughs> Come on, you know that feeling. The second it's out of you, you just say, oh, I'm such a dirty, dirty animal. You raised Catholic by any chance? No, I fuck some absolute monsters in pursuit of an orgasm. <laughs> and handsome inventive wanks. Well, moving on. Yeah. Mike, you got any plastic bags I can borrow? <laughs> and a belt. <laughs> I've constructed a sophisticated pulley system. <laughs> It's like a steampunk fuck machine. <laughs> a mannequin hand in a rubber glove. <laughs> and the pulley. I promise you the pulley. <laughs> Sorry, back to the newspaper. Bong, <laughs> nude walker's medium cock. What? <laughs> what? Is that news? That's a headline. Bong, man filmed dog licking his ball bag. <laughs> ben. <laughs> hey! No evidence of that. <laughs> Bong, dog shagger caught on video. Ben. <laughs> Again, no evidence. <laughs> I can see one from here, right? It just says, I want to explain to the listener. There's a picture of, of a woman riding a man. Uh, it looks like it's from like high, a high-class movie or something like that. And a giant speech bubble. Yes, a speech bubble in a national newspaper. And it simply says, Finish on my tits! <laughs> <laughs> What's that story about? Spunky Michelle, sexiest role ever, and fans go berserk. Casualty departments are working at full tilt last week after thousands of Michelle Keegan fans pulled their ends off after she appeared in an X-rated spunk scene. To be fair, she is absolutely fucking gorgeous, that woman. I've never seen her, to be honest. She's in, have you seen Red Dwarf Back to Earth, obviously? Mm-hmm. She's the one who's from Corrie that talks to Craig Charles oh, in the shop. Right. Okay. I think she's working in the shop in the in, on Coronation Street. Oh, okay. Oh, she's lovely. In that sort of beautiful, chavvy kind of, you know, phew. Anyway, moving on. Finish up my tits! <laughs> Bong, raid cops found human remains in voodoo altar. That's more interesting. Yeah. That's actually news. It is. I'll go for that. What page is it on? It? <laughs> <laughs> page 15. Pages, oh, yeah, just, just 15 out of pages of actual news. Just yeah. out of interest, lads. Do you leave this here, Ben, or do you take it home with you as you... I'll leave it here. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bong, dildo killer gets needle. 
Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Bong, school gets blasted over anal sex tip for kiddies. Oh, man. That's dodgy. I can see an advert from here. It says, four. Yes, four sex DVDs for just £10. Wow. That shows you who's buying these fucking newspaper, doesn't it? DVDs? People who still buy... Uh... Yeah. Well, still buy tip fucking mags. People who aren't aware of streaming tube services. Yeah. Bong yeah. OAP is held over group bumming at beauty spot. <laughs> okay. Bong priest blows 100k on sex. Something priestly of him. At least he wasn't fucking kids. Well, do you know what I mean? Whoever keeps him on the straight and narrow. Bong. Which shit shat outside our news agent? <laughs> oh, come on. It's, it's, I think that's it. Yeah. And right. again, I had a brief look through it earlier, and believe me, they've still got the movie guide where you can see tits. Excellent. Where it tells you exactly what minute you yeah. can see the tits. Brilliant. What's on tonight? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Right. That was excellent. Indeed. Right, so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Ben. I'm going to say don't think the favour aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz. I will say, please subscribe to Sewage Pipe Gaming on YouTube and Solar Warden Music and what's our show? Oh, one? yeah, of course. What's the actual show? One? Apocalypse Ball. Apocalypse on Ball. If you prefer a podcast on YouTube, I don't know why, but you can. It's an option. Yeah, do that and free Biff Tannen. Thank you. The YouTube is actually good for non native English speakers. Ah, because you've got the, the auto generated. Basically, anyone who's not from England, uh, even our American listeners, might benefit from subtitles with our accents, maybe. Very That's true. an idea. Very true. So subscribe to all those channels. Yes, and free Biff Tannen. Thank you. Good night. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Always. Always. Always.